Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Profit Talks. Uh, my name is Edgar Mendez, and I know I just asked your name, Saloni. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I was like, no, I was like, I get it wrong. <laughs> I, I, I do this a lot. Um, remember everyone, I am not a college graduate. Okay. I do my best. And, um, Saloni here, uh, is someone who is a writer and you write children's books. And I just want to let you know, um, the beans of light love this because children receive a lot when they're little to learn about how to be human and all that stuff. And, the earlier we can get good information in them, and the earlier that we can get um, the lessons in them, the easier it's going to be for everyone involved. And that includes um, uh, all the people who are trying to make this place better and all that good stuff. And they just want you to know that that what you're doing is um, very, very, very important work, although it may not seem that way necessarily or you may not see the benefit. That's what they're saying um, right away. But it is benefiting and it is worthwhile and it, it's all about the, you know, the age and when they are receiving that, because when you get those lessons, you get them. And it's actually key, by the way, it's, I don't know if you ever noticed that, but I know when I was very little and they would have those, um, those, those stories and they wrap them up and you learn a lesson at the end and it sticks with you. It always did for me. I know it's like, ah, oh, that's true. Or, oh, you know, I never saw it that way. And they just want me to tell you that now that that is what's happening when people read uh, your stuff, when the kids read your stuff, when they're, teachers or the parents read to their children they are taking on that lesson and they wanted me to give you this piece because you've been having trouble moving and going forward on this path you struggle because you're not seeing the benefit when we don't see the benefit it's something that they gave me when they told me I'm the prophet you have to I didn't see what was so great about it in fact I hated the idea and now that they told me you know you're going to be doing this you're doing this for people it helped me immensely to just keep going and I want that for you they want that for you um so that's the first message um I don't know I don't know why I just came through but it just it had to for you and anyone else who's thinking about writing remember you're doing this for people to help them and uh, to give them something from it and uh, it's like they they are bringing up like the Harry Potter franchises and all that stuff. These are things that just move people and um, it, it should not be undervalued by the writer, I suppose. But if seeing the benefit of it, it's, it's so important. Um, I, I help you and like that. But that's that they kind Thank of you. ended there. But it was key. Um, there was a piece. Your energy wasn't connecting to that. And then you can't keep going. It's hard when you you don't have that motivation um, or see the benefit. Very difficult. Um, but the fact that you were able to move as far along as you have and publish as, as far along as much as you were able to publish is a big deal nonetheless. OK, Thank um, you. Uh, would you like to talk a little bit about yourself um, for the viewers? Of course, yes. So I published my first book in July, but I have quite a varied background. So I'm originally a doctor, a HIV sexual health doctor, and I started writing in 2010 when I was doing my PhD. It's a funny story. I remember in 2000, I was going first backpack and trip. I was a student, medical student, going to Australia. And um, my actually, my granddad died the the night or the day before we were supposed to go. So it was all a bit all over the shop. And I remember going to this tarot card reader or this reader in Manly in Sydney. And she said, you know, you're a writer. You're going to travel the world writing. And I was like, what? You know, like um, <laughs> my life was kind of mapped out or mapped out for me. And I was just like, no. Um, so it took me until 2010 um, 
or slightly later to start writing. And I, and I would from time to time have people say it to me, but it was only when I was doing my PhD and I had a bit more time management that I was able to sit and write. And at first I kind of resisted it because I didn't really know what to write about. Um, it's been a bit of a journey to get here. So um, and a couple of tricky work situations and um, PTSD, I had two children. And so finally, it's, you know, it's magical and wonderful that I have got my first book out there. Um, as you say, and your message was beautiful, it's been challenging and not the easiest, you know, because I've got two young children, so my time is limited. And also it's a financial outlay. Um, I had it's been 10 years, so I've done the whole agents and conferences and paying for one-to-ones and all of that. Um, and just where my life was, I wanted to move forward. So I didn't really, I, I got good feedback on this one by one agent. And the last one had kind of said, look, celebrities in this age group. And I thought, I'm just going to do this. I just need to move forward. It's time um, for me personally and professionally. My children were at an age where I was in a headspace to do it. Um, but it's been a bit lonely. Um, and and like you say, it's it's tough. I went to an event today and it was wonderful in my local library, but there were like three or four kids. So and it was beautiful, the beautiful connections with the children that I had. But, um, you know, it's that balance, really. Yeah. Um, one of the things that um, they are highlighting for you, and this is something that comes across very often, a lot of people have made it very far on certain paths and then they get told you got to go down another one. It's real tricky stuff business right there. Um, personally, like I told you, I did not a college graduate. I didn't have anything. I had nothing to lose walking this path, nothing at all. I just started walking. I was like, fine, this seems like a great thing. So it was really easy for me to let go of what was because what was kind of sucked and it wasn't going anywhere. I was going to make nothing from it. Um, I, they want you to, um, uh, kind of cover a little bit why you decided to do it anyway, especially for something like a doctor. Like that's a lot of work that goes in to that and to change or to start to change or move down something else. Like what was the process and what what got you from from one path to the next? So it was a slow process. I um, so I was doing my PhD in 2010 and then it was 2013, 2014 that time period was over. Now, I did a lot of personal development preceding that and during that. And I had signed up for a tapping um, program with Margaret Lynch. Um, at that time, I was single. I'd been single for a long time. I knew that there were family issues and it was me. Um, and then I needed to deal with that um, because, you know, I didn't think I was good enough. And I was attracting the same kind of man and I didn't want that anymore. And I, I wanted to have children. So I started doing that program and moved back to London from Dublin. And it was tough. You know, I was trying to write a PhD and commute for two hours a day on the tube. Um, and I got, I was unwell. I had some eye problems and I took some time out. And I kind of thought, gosh, I've got to the end of this road, you know, the training, the exams, the nights, PhD. And is this really what I want? Um, so I took a year out, I finished the PhD and I actually went back and did a consultant job in Dublin, which is where I'd done the PhD. I'd always been really happy there. Um, and I went part time. So I knew that if I carried on working the hours that I would, I would never meet anybody. And I was just it was going to make me unhappy. And also I needed the balance um, because I had a PhD in HIV and drug use. So that that's quite emotionally draining. I'm very sensitive. 
And I knew that I needed that time for me and it actually made me a better doctor. So I went back making that choice that I wanted to write part time. I also was doing some coaching and that, you know, that financially sustained me um, so that wasn't too pressured. Um, Life intervened or the universe intervened and I had um, an unpleasant work situation, a bullying situation um, that was unpleasant. And it ended up in um, me having quite bad PTSD um, and it was an unpleasant environment. And I I had to go off sick. I just couldn't physically do it anymore. Um, So that was a couple of years ago and I've been on a break since. I've since got married, had two children. Um, And the time was right. You know, it's always I've always wanted to do it. So my plan, you know, when I went back as a consultant was I was submitting to agents. I was writing. I was doing my writing groups. I was paying for editorials, all of that. Um, But, you know, the time came that, you know, I couldn't, you know, with the way things were, it wasn't feasible for me to return to that environment. You know, COVID had happened. I had a family. I'd moved country. and, you know, it was just time to move forward with this now. It is challenging. So from a financial point of view, obviously, you know, working as a doctor is much more fruitful, certainly because I was a senior <laughs> doctor. Um, I, I now have a family and the time. So, you know, it's finding my feet. And so when you touched on that earlier, it's been a tough couple of years for me financially, you know, mentally, physically. I've hit rock bottom. Um, so I kind of had no choice. It was like, you've got to move forward. You know, they kind of were like, no, no, you, you've got to do this. You know, I, I couldn't really go back because my worry about going back was that I would be incredibly unwell. And I've got two children now, um, you know. Wow. Um, the person who I, uh, I'm going to give you the link to the money vein. Uh, it's Catherine. Mm. It's her link. Um, uh, they recommended her for you, the her money vein. But right. um, she says that a lot of people have been facing a lot of issues lately um, when they don't go down the path they're, they're meant to. It's getting worse and worse and worse for people. And I just want everyone that's listening to know that it's it's getting it's uh the pressure is kind of on us a little bit right now. It, it's it's a, a good pressure. It's needed to be there so that we walk down the path. But it is very difficult to resist Um, for it just it gets that way. You keep resisting. You're going to there there will be a toll or a price that, that you pay a little bit of. And it's not that it's like horrible, horrible, horrible personally, but it's it's it is difficult. Um, So anyone who's listening and that you are resisting the path and you already knew as well, once you know, you can't, there's no, they're going to really add it on. And um, if you know what you're meant to be doing or what path you're meant to be walking, I, even if it's just part-time, the pressure will lay off. It really would, by the way, make that clear. I remember I went back to my server job instead of going to do my channel and it got bad. It was really bad there. And it was, it was toxic. I was a toxic environment. And it was only going to get worse. And I knew <laughs> I knew it was only going to get worse. And I was like, you know what? I have been I've been setting the stage for this. I might just jump on this and just do it. Start the channel. And then it took a while to get success. And I want you to know that it took me a long time for someone like me too for to get that success. It's very difficult. And um, it's just consistency and persistence that gets us over that hill, over that hurdle. And you are close. Um, 
you're not like super close. You're just like, a, it's like you're you're kind of going to hit the climax soon and then you're going to overcome it and everything's going to be easy. They're saying it's like getting over a hill, then it's a slip, slip like a slide, a slide that you slide right through and everything's easy. But you just have to get over this hurdle that's right there. Um, so just so you know, I know um, sometimes we don't see the the path ahead as clearly and i will give you one other meditation guess who made it okay. Catherine. Catherine. it's the expansion meditation that helps you see things clearly um right. she's uh she's the one i they are recommending that you may want to get in contact with her she does uh merkaba activation and akashic record readings she's the one who's going to be um, making the really big announcement i have everyone on november 8th for anyone who's listening i will be making a huge announcement um but she's the one who interviews me for that and uh but, but she's she's coming through that energy's coming through for you as there okay. are people willing to help and there are people with the information energy that you need as well and she's one of those that has a lot of focus on abundance and financial success i have really needed that energy personally um I, I know a lot of people, um, some people have varying different degrees of how much abundance they can usually access. I have, I was going to always, this body, this person that I'm in, right, was uh, meant to be homeless. And me striving for a life of abundance um, has been very difficult to make it to that. Uh, it's been really hard. So all of us are dealing with different sorts of challenges. And um, a Catherine's a really good person for anyone seeking abundance and financial success. Um, she's she's very keen on this. And she's also wrote a book, by the way, that right. um, she will be, I guess she'll talk about it on November 8th, but it's just something that's coming through right now. Um, and I know that this this challenge, what keeps you going when it comes to like all that you're facing? Um, I, I just have to, you know, I just have to, there's something in me, you know, I've, I've grieved, so I grieved that whole life. I'm, I'm not the same person. I've lost so many people. Um, you know, I had PTSD. There was a lot of ghosting and gaslighting from, uh, friends, colleagues, plenty of doctors, you know, I myself didn't realize I had it, especially because so many people didn't screen me for it. And my perception was, you know, you had to be in the army and to war. But, you know, um, I had it and it was really bad. Um, but it's the I have to. There's something in me that's saying you have to do this. Um, and it's fun. Um, you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy writing about magic and playing with magic. And it brings that lightness up. But I'm also somebody who's well used to difficult conversations so I will have them so like my second book is a, a fairy book it's for an older age group eight to 12 year old and it's about a forbidden friendship between a fairy and a human girl when the fairy forest is a threat and there are wings at risk here and you know it, it's about you know having our wings clipped and being grounded and bullying and the power of forgiveness you know it's a magical book with you know fairies and all this but you know there is darkness in there you know there is also a lot of light fun and play but you know that's life um, I mean even Flora she's a really great book you know she's a 10 year old detective she wants to be big she, and she's somebody this is it's really reaching for your dreams this book it, it's like you know I want to be a detective nobody's going to employ me I'm going to set this up um, and she finds this case and it's you know a missing gold egg laying chicken and she meets all these wonderful characters a flying dancing pirate um, and a, a hunter but it's really about a girl reaching for her dreams and facing her fears um, you know and there's so many of us out there and like, you know I want to inspire children I've 
have done a PhD in HIV and drug use, and I've seen that mind-body connection. I've seen, you know, the worst of the worst and how that's not going to change. And as you said, children is where it's at. And, you know, I want to inspire them. And, you know, I was a sensitive child. I was, you know, psychic, intuitive, and it was tough. I never quite belonged. I was always on the edge. It's what made me a better doctor in some ways, but it was also quite overwhelming. Um, so, you know, there are so many children out there like that. And, you know, I want them to know that be you, be normal. You know, this is you. We love you. You are loved and accepted and there is a place for you out there. That's so beautiful. Um, something that came through for the second book that you wrote, your dragon gave you the idea and helped you create it. I just want you to know that your dragon just said, hey, I was helping with Aww. that. Um, the dragon is just saying hi right now. It's the Thank one who you. helps. I, I don't know if your first book and your second book are very different, but your dragon's influence had a very big impact on the second book. Um, so uh, it's like very interesting. This is what they said. This is, hey, I was helping oh, with ideas. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, it's... actually, um, the, the, the one that I've published now is my fourth book. The Dragons are my oh, first okay. book yeah. um, with Dream School, but I need to go back and do that. But that's that's wonderful. I've been feeling their energy a lot more lately. So yeah. that's lovely to hear. Yeah, um, uh, we can connect with the Dragons very well. Um until actually i don't i think it will be beyond 2025 but the lion's gate has a dragon portal in it and it makes the dragon's energy more intense um the dragon says it's been helping you with the creativity um it also gave a suggestion about uh, colors that it thinks would be best suited for the cover you know you have to stand out in certain ways yes, yes. um so it's bringing that up as well as something that you may want some assistance with in terms of what color schemes to pick i don't know anything about books or creating it i don't know anything like okay. that but you're uh, the dragon is saying the colors are very important of what you want to have for schemes all that stuff and your dragon will love to help you with oh, that. i would love help i mean i am so we're in the middle of illustrations and doing that so the plan is valentine's day for that for alternative valentine's day because it's about self-love and forgiveness and you know what better way can you love yourself by not letting yourself have get your wings clipped do you know what i mean it happens to so many of us and we do it because it's family members or we want to fit in but no you don't have to you know it, it's incredibly painful so um that's wonderful. I would love. I'm in the middle of illustrations now, so I am so open to. to oh, that's good. There's mind. also one other being that came in. They have ties to the Palladians. Like, can I get a name? Sorry, I don't. They, you cannot say this name in English, or sorry, through the human voice. Um, can, do you have a human name that you would, um, take or? Sorry, it, it, hold on. It could be Jug, but I think that's a weird name. But it's uh, they have strong Palladian ties. They were standing way in back of you. You're not as connected to this being of light as you're meant to be, but your vibrational frequency is changing um, and you will be able to connect to this Palladian more. And uh, the Palladian says that you will bring in Palladian energies into your book. You will write the Palladian energy. I know it sounds crazy, but our energy is living intelligence. So anything that is made has energy and that's energy's living intelligence and the higher energy it has the more it attracts and the plating is saying you're going to um channel that plating energy into the books and that you're going to write and that you're writing and it, the, um, it will help make you more popular with that as well it will bring in higher frequencies it's something um i know subtle people can pick it up or people that are very sensitive when you're reading something you can feel it you know like i feel this 
Yeah, I hope that makes sense. It's, it, it, anyway, I know I feel a lot. <laughs> no, well, that's what I'm working on. So it was funny. I had this uh, lovely reading with this lovely woman, Stephanie um, Hogarth, a couple of months before I published. And she was like, marketing's not going to work for you. You have to attract in your clients. If you go actively marketing, they're going to run and hide. Um, and, you know, I, I tried it and I had a couple of big people sharing <laughs> didn't get any more likes or followers or sales so I am working on the attracting them in you know energetically so that that's wonderful yeah 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 well, this is so it's just interesting um I know they they say that they know the past for you is tough but you will find your footing just what that's what the Palladian said um that they know it's tough it's tough business what you're doing and you are competing with people who don't have the same intention but know that yours will win out right you are intention is to help some people's intention is to make money, right? That's not good enough, not for the work you're trying to do. And they want, you know, that there will be help and assistance for that. It was like when I started out and I was worried. I was like, do I have to sell it a certain way? Do I have to say things a certain way to get the likes, to get the comments? And I was doing that. I was not getting success. It was just, it was kind of, it didn't make me feel good either. And I want everyone who's listening, who thinks that they have to sell out to make success. Um, you do not, you just need to learn to work with the beans light and attract it in and you will get what you deserve. But I've been in that boat. I went down it. I promise all of you, I was uh, making sure that every video had those positive things. So everyone, can just uh, click on it be the clickbait i promise you i did it um i started it was how i started out and i pivoted from that very quickly because i was not happy doing that didn't make me feel good what makes you feel good is me helping and the more i do that the bigger the following i have and i tell you this uh, to make sure you understand that it always starts off this way it always does it starts off very small very little and it grows and it grows and it grows and as long as you keep your intention the same pure intention you will have success Thank you. And I've done it too. You know, I started TikTok. Another reader said to me, go into TikTok, it'll happen. Wasn't. And I started putting the, you know, pictures in and this and that. And I thought, what am I doing? And, you know, you know, fixating on the numbers. And, you know, then you're like, what am I doing? You know, and then you're like, this person's got all these followers. How have they? I, you know, I'm doing, I, so I do read alouds on my social media. I read um, children's books um, and inspiring poems and stuff to people because, you know, I think it's, you know, I could do all, I do do other videos too, but I just think it's, I've looked after a lot of illiterate adults. So I know that there's a lot of children out there that don't get read to and that for parents, you know, go and grab a cup of tea and let me read to your children on, on that, you know, for five minutes. And, you know, there's something about hearing somebody's voice, that energy signature. And, you know, if it makes somebody's day a bit happier, that's great. I don't get tons of feedback. I, I often get people say to me in passing, um, which, like you say, can be challenging because you're there going, I, I, you know, it takes a lot of time to do this. Um, I don't have a massive house, so I'm there doing it in my lounge, you know, mm. throwing everything away um, and then the editing. But, um, you know, that's what I do. And that's what I feel like it's a good thing to do, um, you know. Um, are they they are saying that there's soon new revenues will open up for you. I believe that you can find them faster because this is how I've done it um, uh, through an Akashic record reading. Um, it's I see that question you asked. What else can I do to bring in money that supports this or other paths? You know, th different things that you're never thinking of. They gave me a bunch of ideas, the, I, good ideas. I just didn't want to do the work personally, but I was like, oh, although it gives me a lot of work. But one of the ideas that they gave me was a podcast. 
And I have been since doing that slowly, but surely. Mm. So I tell you this as like, that, you know, it was through Catherine. She's the one I was, I was asking. I was like, hey, what else can I do to make money? And that's my, that's a question that you may want to ask if you ever are intrigued, but they're saying soon you're going to know what to do to make more of what you're making and uh, create new revenue streams as well. Um, I, I don't, oh, sorry, they're giving me pieces of it. Um, it's going to start to come to you. And when you're ready for it, you're going to start to walk down that path and it's going to get easier. It does. It, it's, it's a, uh, it always starts off this way because we are, uh, we're, we're breaking through a lot of blocks and restrictions that have held us in that, in our old life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we had to break free out of that. And that takes a lot of work and, um, know that it is worth it. Um, they they say that you should know that they said it's interesting they're saying that you're already receiving some of the fulfillment that you should be that you were promised as well that's what they're saying you're already receiving it just gonna keep getting better <laughs> um it's starting oh. it's starting to happen with connections which is wonderful i think just because of my work situation financially it's been challenging the last few years and i um I would like a bit more alternative schooling for my children and I don't know what it's like there, but here it's mostly fee paying. Um, so, cause you know, I've got two very high vibe, very sensitive children and I don't, uh, you know, they, they need something. Um, I, I'd like a bit more alternative, a bit more outdoorsy, smaller, you know, smaller classes just because I, I know my children, you know? Um, yeah. Um, they say they're fine. I know that, you know, you know, you, you, they're mm. saying that this is, um, I think some pressure you're putting on yourself that's unnecessary. Know that everything's always working out perfectly. They may change to a new or a new school, right? But where they are, there's where they need to be. And that is always right. the case. I know how annoying that is sometimes, but it's the truth, right? Know that they are gaining something from the experience that they're okay. having always. Um, and it's the truth. It uh, doesn't always be that way. In fact, it does, doesn't mean it's good per se, but it does mean that they are receiving what they need to receive where they are currently. Okay. Um, do you have any, um, uh, any like questions or insights? Cause I, the, one of the things that I receive a lot are writers. Oh, there's so many, like I write this, I write this. I'm like, wow, everyone's writing. And mm -hmm. I have, um, I just, if for anyone that is thinking about writing, um, do you have any tips or insights, um, for them? Actually, yes. one thing that I do, I just such an odd thing. Um, I'm, you actually do it already. It's called inspired writing. I, do you feel it? Yes. yes. <laughs> so I do. Uh, but, you know, like you said, it can be challenging to get into that space, the mm -hmm. headspace. Um, and, you know, sometimes I have to do certain meditations or one that's quite good is I did a Vedic art class. So I sometimes find doing some painting quite good. But also there's an um, exercise on that called lines where you literally set a timer for five minutes. You get a piece of paper, close your eyes, two pencils and just draw lines and it literally just empties out your mind or I do quite a bit of tapping or going for a walk so, so those are things that work for me it's also about um spaces so I I was in a kind of it's been a challenging year for me because I've been trying to work on the two books so I was planning on trying to get my fairies out before the end of the year and then once I realized how the system worked with the arc reviews and this and that I said look I'll get it ready for the end of the year, send it out for reviews and, and do it in February. Um, but my third book's been at me. So I have a mermaid YA book that they're, they're washing up dead, half transformed. It's a little bit dark. Um, I pulled it up the other, other day and I realised, God, there's a lot of Atlantis themes in here and experimenting 
experimentation stuff but that's the one that's coming through I wasn't sure whether it would be the dragon book or that would be the second fairy book or I've got a farty elf one for my eldest child um so there's a lot of books I've got a sacred prostitute adult book um but that was the one that's coming up but um I need to leave it a couple of weeks because I if I'm in that space I can't often focus that much on the you know be going out to schools and the you know I'm trying to set up a YouTube channel so I'm trying to put all my read alouds on a YouTube channel because on TikTok and Facebook it can be a bit harder to find so I kind of figure if I put it there then it's easier for parents if they want to set their children down or if you know I have teenagers um, commenting on TikTok that they listen to my kids you know younger kids picture book read alouds before bed to relax themselves so I'm in the middle of trying to do that and tidy up the website and stuff um but yeah, it's about spaces. So I'm I'm also trying to enjoy reading some other books. So in about three weeks, I'll probably switch more into the writing. And that means that I'm less, um, I'm just in a different space, you know. Um, uh, One of the best places that they say for inspired writing is outside with your back against a tree and your earth and the earth at your butt <laughs> um it's the it's the best place because the ins- inspiration is coming from guy our mother um mm. it's coming from mama right and she's giving yeah. that to you she opens you up to that and she fills you with that inspiration and yeah. what you your mind creates through that inspiration is what yes. your mind creates that's the point um she's saying that that it's it's a good way to connect if you wanted to connect with her in a different way um near body of waters how i normally see it's like the same image that she always gives yes. me but that is how if you are an, a writer and you need you do need to do inspired writing everyone I, I i hate to i'm not trying to be that person but inspired writing it gets way more clicks and it, it's it's so competitive so if you really want to make sure you're standing out it has to be inspired writing. Inspired writing is what gets like TV shows renewed as well. Like it's the shows that are renewed if people want to watch them and it's everything. So um, learning to in- tap into that is difficult. Um, I'm not the best. Actually, I've never tapped into inspired writing, but uh, you can do it for inspired painting, anything like that. Anything that cre- is creative, you can use the energy of inspiration to make it more potent. And that's just all it really is actually in the end. It's your work more made more potent. All right. Yeah, I'm a I'm a tree hugger, so I go and tree hug them. But I don't know I don't know what the weather's like there. But here it's a bit muddy and wet, so trying to sit outside now it's just not fun, um, not not doable with a laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but that's what I see. Um, anyway, do you have any questions for me? Um, or anything else you want to cover? Um, what have I covered? So I've talked a bit about the two books. Um. I mean, for me, it's about children. I, okay, I wasn't expecting this. It's about children. There are so many beautiful, special children coming in. We are much more open to our children nowadays. And I see it, you know, I see it with my child. So um, with the wing clipping, you know, I wrote this book. I started it 10 years ago, my second one. And I went back and I looked at it. And as I went, looked at it the last few months, I went through it again. The bullying, have my wings clipped, um, the control, um, the sadness and then the forgiveness, which is always something that I'm like, I've got to do, but I always, you know, oh, back here again, it's a, it's a slight challenge. And, you know, my child modeled it for me beautifully because um, they had, you know, one day they'd said to me, um, mommy, there's a cage in my house. There was a pet corner of our house that they play in and, and they call it their house and there's a cage there. And I was like, what? Do you know what I mean? Because it's not something you want your child to say. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, wings have been clipped. So we did some work. Um, those halos working with wings have been clipped and you know, got them back. And then they interacted with somebody um, and was, you know, very quiet and very angry. And my child does not like that. And I was like, you know, what is it? Just need something wasn't right. And, you know, wings have been clipped again. Um, and it was just, you know, beautiful but sad but terrible to witness that and it was funny because there I was working through this book or starting this book again seeing it modeled by my child for me um and you know how different it could have been uh, for me as a child you know um and it's you know it's both beautiful and slightly sad um as a parent you know because it's wonderful to be able to give that to your children um there's also that sadness of, of not having received that as a child yourself. I don't know about you, of um, you know, trying to reparent yourself as you're parenting your child and, you know, giving them the things that you never got to have. Oh, I don't um I don't know what that feels like, but I I um I understand the space you're coming from. Um one of the beings that stepped forward to help your child was an earth fairy. If you are interested in introducing your child to the earth fairies, I actually work with um the fairies a lot. They're one of my they're they've always been with me my whole life. Um I've worked with them many lifetimes. Um if you would like that, they say they're quite good at beliefs and they're quite good at um, making sure that your child is quite safe. There is an earth fairy that steps forward. Can I have the name? Sorry, Julessa. Ju sorry, Ju. Maybe. Hold on. I was. Hold on. Is it Julesta? Ju no, no. One second. So Ju. Jules. Isn't Jules the word? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's Jules. I think it's like that. Yeah. I'm going to leave yes. it like that. Like something like that. Okay. I think that's a name. I don't know. It's just, that's the name that steps forward. Um, so I'm very, very welcome to that. Any, any support for my uh, children yeah, yeah. and all children, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, but, the, but Jules, Jules is an earth fairy and um, it's quite good at, at keeping children from being bullied and, um, you know, when you kind of like something goes wrong and it's like, you know, a bully does something and, you know, something, you know, something happens to them and it gives them that, you know, yeah. a little bit of that karma, you know, they learn. Right. It's like that. It's it's purposeful in this way as well. So, so the fairy is saying that it can help and um, ensure right that you're that everything everything works out perfectly, but it's to make sure that there are some buffers. Cause sometimes I, I know that we all really like protection and stuff, but often in life, there's not much in terms of like physical stuff, physical protection that we can have. And a fairy is a really good buffer for anyone okay. who's looking for that. Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, okay, that's wonderful. I mean, I, I work with them a lot. Uh, obviously I have a fairy book coming out and I um, I do work with them. And, and that child of mine is um, like a little elf, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of mine, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Um, is is that all that you want to cover this day? I think so. I think I think that's a good place. You know, it's it feels good that we've we've talked about kids and fairies and magic and books. And I think that's you know, that's a good good focus for today, you know, rather than getting into some of the other darker stuff. It's really, you know, it's the magic and the joy and uh, you know, I, I love that. So I just um looking forward to sitting down and writing and get more of these books out there and and for people to read them and, and get excited that's what really makes my heart sing you know I want to um you know it was beautiful today I, I connected to some lovely children but I want to go and connect with children and you know play and have them play and 
uh, you know, dream and believe and, you know, that they are protecting their wings and that they are speaking their truth and that they are reaching for their dreams because, you know, that's what that's what I want for them. That's what I'm, I'm sure everybody wants for children of the world, really. Yeah, um, um, they would like for you um, uh, to, and I know it's going to be difficult, practice uh, gratitude, even with a little bit of kids. I know it's hard sometimes. I've been there with the numbers. I don't think when I first started, I'm sitting here. Yes, I am making it. No, I was so frustrated, so angry, even resentful at the fact that I am, I have such pure intentions. I want to do right. I want to do the good thing. I want to help and I'm receiving nothing in return. It's like, it's so frustrating. And that is going to always be the case when we first start. Um, But they would love for you to learn to cultivate the gratitude with what you are doing, even if it's a small amount of people because then it builds and it builds and it builds and that's it really is how it works it, it and I, I tell you this because i've been through it it really is how it works the more gratitude you have even if it's a small amount the more you attract and more of that and the more people come in and the more people come in and that it really is a it, it's like walking a staircase you're just slowly going up the stairs one by one and it's always been the case everyone anyone who's listening and for you as well that we always have to learn to be grateful for even the little smallest difference that we're making in people's lives and that will build it's not that you be grateful and this is it right no be grateful for the moment itself that i'm i'm doing this for them and um and kind of let everything else like fly away all those limiting beliefs fly away and you will grow like everyone else grows who learns to embody that gratitude. Okay. I am. So I, I've, I've let the daily practice go, but you are right. Cause when I, when I do do it and I, you know, I even sat today and I went for a walk and I went, you know what? I, I met four beautiful kids today. That was lovely. I sold two books. It was around the corner. It's my local library. It was, you know, it was lovely, you know, and um, you know, I've got this podcast today that's beautiful itself, the way it came about. I'm in a dowsing group. The, the the lady who runs it said, you know, this guy's running a podcast. He's one of my favorite readers. Why don't you know, why don't you all sell stuff? And I was like, right, that's for me. I'm looking I was looking for podcasts at the time. It was easy, it was pleasurable. And I was like, great, thank you. You know, thank you, universe. So um, thank you for the reminder. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one that I struggle with. I, I just want to like really clarify for everyone listening. I have been there. Like I promise you, it wasn't until I finally practiced that gratitude in the moment as well, right? You know, when you're in it and not look at, oh, there's there's no one here. It's something that happens a lot when I go live is I look at the number and it's hard sometimes to be like, yes, I great gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. But I it's 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 a work in progress for me. I'm not fully there, but I tell you this, but the more I practice it, the better everything come becomes. It literally works that way. It's the math, really. It's just math technically. It's just gonna keep building, building, building. So I know it's difficult. But it will it will benefit you to practice that. Um, are there any tips that you have being to light and how to embody more gratitude? They say they can't help with this part. You need to do it. They say it has to be in your heart, the gratitude. Only you can produce it. So there is no tips and tricks to this. Um, it's just practicing. You know, our mind gets trained to give gratitude for certain things as well, right? It's something that Catherine was bringing up when I was talking with her about a week ago. She's saying that the more that we practice something, the more it becomes second nature. And the more it becomes second nature, the easier it it becomes our subconscious is supporting that. So get your subconscious on board to support gratitude. And when your subconscious is on board, you will naturally support gratitude for everything that that you are 
doing. Um, even if it feels like it's a small amount of difference, you would be grateful for it nonetheless, okay? No, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I had this a lot the last few years with all the stuff, you know, getting through the PTSD, this, that, and the other. And one day I just had to go, I'm actually really lucky. I've got two lovely children. I've got a husband. I've got a home. You know, because I used to sit there and go, I haven't got any space in my house to write. I'm on the table. And I just had to go, look, I don't want to spend look back in five years' time going, that was a really lovely time, but I spent all my time wishing for something else. I am here and now in this. I just have to be grateful where I am. You know, there's so much good. It may not be the house that I wanted or the money that I wanted or, you know, the number of book sales that I wanted, but you know, it's, it's perfect. And actually, it is, it is wonderful. So if you are interested, anyone in buying any of uh, any of her books, I will put all her information in the description section, um, as well as any websites. I'm not sure what you have. I know I don't have a website yet. It's just something that keeps coming through. You got to get a website. I know, I know everyone, I got to get one. Um, but it, any all your information that uh, for Saloni, all her information will be in the comment and description section. And I just want to thank you for being here and um, getting me out of that space I was in because I was not in a good space earlier. It is, I'm in my, my head feels better now. Um, thank you for booking this. Um, thank you for um, kind of inspiring everyone. And I know it's difficult to chase those dreams. And we are right when we think it's going to be hard. It, it is, but it's worth it. And I, I, as someone who looks back at where I was two to three years ago, I was in a very small room. I, I my, my bedroom was half the size of this and I had my reading room in there as well. And that's where I started out, everyone. Um, it, it was in a really small enclosed space and it was outrageous that I was doing readings in that, um, in that very small bedroom. And I didn't quit. I didn't quit on myself. And I say, say this to you now to not quit on yourselves. And no matter where you're starting from, and I started from rock bottom, nothing, uh, completely broke, barely worked, didn't do anything, um, recovering from drugs at the time as well. And I got it together and I did it. And I want you all to know that you can as well. All right. Oh, that's Th thank, thank you, everyone. And bye.